Welcome to the Money Marketing Podcast. Today's episode is part of a special series with our sister publication, Mortgage Strategy, and is in association with Royal London. Royal London would like to get advisors and their clients thinking about the benefits of having wellbeing support services as part of a protection plan. Do listen out for all episodes in the series. Hello, I'm Katie Pigden, editor of Money Marketing. Welcome to our second wellbeing podcast in association with Royal London. I'm joined by a couple of special guests today to talk a little bit more about the development with Helping Hand. Um, can I start by getting our guests to introduce themselves? Christina from Royal London, if you'd like to go first. Sure. Um, so Christina Rigby here. Um, I'm a product owner for Royal London and my remit is to deliver products and services that help build deeper relationships with our customers. And as a result of this, I have led the development of the new Helping Hand pro- proposition from idea through to delivery. Excellent. Thank you. And we're also joined by Sally from Pi Health. Hi, Sally, all the way in from Canada. Yes, hello. Greetings from Vancouver, Canada. I'm Sally Powell, the Managing Director of Personal Activity Intelligence, or PI, PI Health. And we are a highly personalized science-backed health score that measures the impact of physical activity on your heart. And we are able to give you a personal score to guide you to lead a longer and healthier life. So we have been working with Royal London for a couple of years now and really delighted to partner up with such a progressive life insurer that's really dedicated to um, helping and enabling their customers to lead longer and healthier lives. Excellent. Thank you both for joining us today. Christina, if we could start with you, obviously, we do a little recap for anyone that maybe missed out first episode in the series of of what Helping Hand is and and why Royal London is is enhancing that at the moment. Yeah, so um, we've had um, a value added service proposition called Helping Hand for a number of years. But um, up until recently, we focused on giving people a helping hand to recover, recover from a life shock. So a diagnosis uh, of a critical condition heart attack, stroke, um, or indeed to, to, to help our customers um, deal with a bereavement. Um, but the but obviously times have, have really moved and the pandemic has really brought attention to the fact that uh, we really could do with giving our customers a helping hand to stay healthy. And it is because of that that um, I was asked to look into what can we do to enable customers to prevent ill health and what can we do um, if customers do start to experience some little niggles um, to stop them becoming big issues? So uh, my, my, my kind of first port of call was to have a look at the reasons why a lot of our customers were claiming on our income protection plans. And the, the top reasons for claiming on income protection plans are, were, were musculoskeletal and mental health. And what we also wanted to do was to look at what kind of lifestyle choices um, are customers making that increase that propensity to maybe get um, long-term physical conditions such as cardiovascular disease, heart conditions, um, and things like that. And so when we, we looked at, at these two areas, what, what's causing people to fall out of work and what's causing people to, to basically be increased to the risk of non-communicable diseases, um, I looked for 
people out in the market like Pi Health um, that we could offer access to our customers to these support services to enable them to maybe make different choices or get access to these services. And certainly it was with um, a, a look at the preventative side of things that I became aware of Pi. And as Sally has just mentioned there, Pi do some excellent work in the space where they help customers to better understand the impact that um, just increasing your heart rate a little bit can have on your long-term health and small changes that they can make to their lifestyle, little ways that they can change how they do exercise and how much exercise they do that can help to reduce that sort of risk of cardiovascular disease. Excellent. And um, Sally, you mentioned that obviously you've been working with Royal London for a, a couple of years. Do you, do you want to go into a little bit more detail in terms of what Pi Health, Health involves and how people can use that, how advisors can obviously um, tell their clients about it? Sure. Thank you. And to Christina's point, really, um, this is due diligence from Christina and her team to find um, those scientifically backed and proven technologies out there. And what I hope we can do is to help advisors and brokers to differentiate um, their services so they can add a lot of value to their existing relationships and also engage um, with potential clients um, from a very meaningful and helping way. And this is where, where I think um, we can help do that. So it's simply leading with the science. There are a ton of health scores out there. You know, we're in January. It's the time of our month where everyone's making health resolutions and, and health kicks. And as employees, a lot of people are being bombarded with all these apps, all these rings on their smartwatches and so on. What we do at Pi Health is really science-led. So our health score is backed by one of the world's largest health studies on exercise on heart health. So we've been able to demonstrate that maintaining an average of 100 pi or more is associated with adding, on average, five years to your life. And adding those five years, those are good years. You're healthy because you're reducing the risk of developing and dying of a cardiovascular disease by an average of 25%. Now, if we remember that heart disease is the number one preventable killer globally. It's highly preventable. And that's why we love partnering with Royal London so much because they understand that prevention is key. It's about enabling, guiding and nudging um, policyholders and customers on how to live longer and healthy, happier lives on their terms. But the way to differentiate is to be highly science-led. So I mentioned this is based on the world's largest study of heart health and exercise impact. So this is actually in Norway of um, 45,000 participants over 25 years. So it's also the longest study ever. We've now since um, done studies in China with 450,000, also with similar results. We've also done studies in the US um, with similar results. And this is all available online for the public to validate and check. And what's important there is that the Pi score is very inclusive. And that really resonates um, with Royal London as, as a brand. It's inclusive because as long as you have a human heart, <laughs> you're a homo sapien, um, the score works for everyone because we're taking um, the heart rate reading 
of an individual's resting heart rate and their maximum heart rate and prescribing them a completely personalized score of how they can reduce their risk of developing and dying from a cardiovascular disease. And all, all a person needs is a wearable. So there's a ton of brands out there, Fitbit, Apple, Amazfit. Um, we now are able to take heart rate from earbuds as well. We're seeing it in smart textiles. So it's really allowing um, consumers to meet, meet us where they're at. It's giving them a lot of choice. And we're giving something back immediately. We're giving some giving them a personalized score to guide them. And, and so they wouldn't have to get something specifically then to obviously use this and to get this health score. Like you said, they can use their existing technology or things that they're using already? Yes, yes. So, so they're wearables. Yeah, absolutely. So um, we are able to um, take the heart rate data from the most popular wearable brands. Right now, um, heart rate sensors are mainly on the wrist. And so as long as um, the customer is happy to give their consent to share their heart rate data, um, we're able to um, be in the background and generate this score through our app. So what we have at Royal London is that we've been able to provide the Pi Health app, which is available on um, the Play Store as well as um, the Apple Store. And we also have um, a dashboard analytics so that um, Royal London um, is able to make informed decisions on when to um, engage with customers at the right time to help them um, stay on the track and give them that nudge. So it, it really is, um, like, like the name, um, the helping hand is really much there to guide you and to encourage you to um, continue leading a healthy and happy life. And I, I need to... Um, need to share a very important point is that with a pie score compared to steps, you can do any activity. So all activity counts as long as it raises your heart rate because not everyone has the time to get 10,000 steps, which has been the traditional um, goal on daily steps, 10,000. It's also not that inclusive because you need to have mobility to be able to walk, for example. So what we find uh, with the Pi score, like swimming, um, if you do yoga, if you do um, stationary um, cycling, like spin, um, it really is far more inclusive uh, of any activity that gets your heart rate up. Um, also vigorous housework, um, it all counts. And we live in the day and age, particularly the pandemic, where most people are living and working at home. They have elders to take care of um, children and, and also themselves. So what we're finding is that to be able to give um, people more choice to do any activity that they're already doing and to make sense of it um, ha has made the engagement rate of our solution much higher. Excellent. Obviously, you mentioned that we're in January, people start those New Year's resolutions, obviously, all with good intentions, but potentially some of those might have dropped off by now and people aren't um, following whatever they set out to do. Christina, um, Sally mentioned that that allows Royal London to sort of engage with the people using it and sort of maybe prompt them at the right time. How, how would that sort of come about if someone's trying to actually maintain that lifestyle and those changes and, and the things that the technology is is showing that they should be doing sure um so the way that we actually 
um, give access to Pi is we um, ask customers to complete a short health assessment. So the health, the helping hand will helping hand with the well-being services is going to be it's available to all uh, all new customers whose plans started before uh, started after the first of January this year, first of January 2022. Um, what happens is as soon as long as your plans as soon as your plan hits the 30-day mark. We will issue an invitation out to you to take advantage of all these amazing new well-being services that we offer. In order to do that, the customer completes a short health assessment, which is really focused on the lifestyle choices. Um, and at the end of the assessment, based on the answers, we then provide links to all our partners, Pi, Pi included. And the customer can basically click on the link that's provided, and that will take them to the, the whole process where the app will be available for them to download and use on their phone as and when they see fit. Um, so the only way we can, we'll need to kind of, in terms of the recording here, we don't really want to mention or ask customers to download from the Google or App Store. We want them to come through the assessment um, and then download the app through our assessment that we give them. Otherwise, we wouldn't be able to track the data. But the data we we, get, we then get from LiveSmart then enables us to really track how beneficial this uh, difference in exercise, the different approach they take to exercise, has on their their, their overall health. And I've actually used the Pi app um, quite extensively myself because obviously due diligence, it's always good to try things things out. Um, and Sally's talked about the score. The the app itself also gives you a comparison between your heart health age and your bi your biological age. And um, for me, that score uh, combined with seeing that initially when I started on this, that my uh, biological age was actually um, higher, sort of lower than my heart health age was a bit scary. Right. Um, so I, I was really keen to get my heart health age below my biological or at least at my biological age. Um, and that was a that was a big incentive for me to start doing exercise a little bit differently. And um, I used the app to kind of track what am I doing that's making my heart beat that little bit faster? Um, and I had got into a bit of a rut of doing the same classes at the gym and doing um, steps, but only taking my dog out for a walk. So it was the steps were counting, but yeah. I wasn't raising my heart rate. I was going for a bit of a doddle. Um, so it helped me. To, I, I changed my route. I put a playlist on. I sped up. And within about six months, I'd reduced my heart health age by about eight years. So I was well below my biological age. So it really did uh, help me and translate to me the impact that raising your heart rate has on your health. And, and I could really feel the benefits, but it was the Pi app that helped me to pull all that information together and understand um, when my what was making my heart go faster and what wasn't, because a lot of the classes in the gym that I was going to had done for a long time and I was now really used to them. So yeah. it wasn't really raising my heart rate. And, and that's why... A partner like Pi, we thought was an absolute, like, you know, brilliant addition to our well-being ecosystem, effectively, which is what we're creating, an, an ecosystem of uh, partners who are at the top of their game, who had scientific data that backed up that what they said they could do, they, they actually could back that up with evidence. So, so as a, as a yeah, user, sorry, Sally. Sorry, Kish, I was just going to add, um, Christina raises a really great point because um, what Helping Hand has done now by building this ecosystem, which is essentially best of breed um, from different health techs, is that they've moved into the health navigation space. So before, 
And the Pi Health app is just in the sea of other wellness apps um, on, on these app stores. Um, what Helping Hand has created, which is a curated um, ecosystem of um, best of breed health techs that they've done due diligence, use themselves, as Christina Connie shared her story. And then through the questionnaire um, of, of the customer to take them through that health navigation, which is so important because when you give something back to consumers in real time by answering simple questions about their preferences and where they are in their health, and you give them something back immediately, they then are emotionally more invested and understanding what is my intention to change here? Um, how is this information valuable to me? And I can see the reward and I can start feeling the reward. And so really this is where um, behavioral science is what makes people stick to their resolutions and their lifestyle changes. And so um, what Helping Hand has done is to really enhance um, the personalization and the health navigation aspect of what we're doing. And to that aspect, you know, health techs like us are very grateful to progressive um, insurers, particularly life insurers um, like Royal London, to help us move the industry and the digital health solutions into that space. Yeah, I, I was going to say, Christina, as a, a user of it, obviously, um, that personalized message then, you know, for you, the, the motivation was my heart age is showing as older than my biological age. So what was it getting you to shake up your routine? You know, does it tell you to go up and down the stairs a few times? You know, what, what's it telling you? Obviously, I know that would be personal to you, but how does it encourage you to, to do those things and do something about it? And obviously to then see that change that you did. Um, yeah, so, I mean, you're, you're, you're absolutely right, Katie. When I saw my age compared to my heart health age, it was it was like whoa <laughs> time to do something about this um and what the the app does is it gives you options so it it gives you that information so you're well equipped to understand where you are and and is, are you okay with that or, and if you're not um it gives you low medium and high kind of options in terms of exercise that you can do and it's really simple exercises um it's it's it, and it kind of takes account of where you start so someone who's really not done a lot of exercise is going to get a different set of exercises to someone who's already running marathons. Um, but this can, this app actually helps people who are super fit as well because it can help them improve because these people tend to be really competitive with themselves anyway. But um, for me, it was it was simple things like walk up and down the stairs in your house for a, a few times because walking up and down the stairs in your house, which is very doable, very accessible, um, is a simple way to get your heart rate pumping. And doing that a couple of times is actually, for, was, for me, was more beneficial than going out for a 30-minute walk because mm. my heart rate really wasn't going anywhere in a 30-minute walk. But if I walk up and down my stairs, even three or four times, my heart rate really started to, to, to increase. Um, and, and I could do that within a few minutes and get that much more, much more beneficial impact than taking a 30-minute walk outdoors yeah. um also would say people from going for a walk obviously that's that's still very not good. to discourage absolutely because going for a walk is really good for your mental health yeah basically so you've, it's about balance but it's about understanding that if the weather is really bad or like at the moment um i always like to walk first thing in the morning that's i got into a routine it's too dark yeah at the moment to go out at seven o'clock it's too icy i live in scotland too icy um so what can i do instead 
um, and I, I always do go out for a walk every day because it's 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 great to get that sunlight. It's great for my mental health to get a, a thinking space. But what can I do in addition to that that I can do easily in the house, especially when it was through the pandemic and we didn't have the gyms and things open. Yeah. Um, but what can what can I do? And it was just like um, put some music on and have a dance, or you know, it, it was like walk up down your stairs, or if you were feeling fitter, do some star jumps, go out and do some skipping. It's, it's things like that. And it, and it did rank them for me in terms of you want low impact, do this thing for five minutes, high impact, do this thing for 60 seconds. Um, and, it yeah. can, and it builds as it, as it, as it tracks your, uh, your engagement with it. It builds and it changes the exercises to, to, to kind of suit with where your heart health is improving. You mentioned um, a questionnaire that people will have to fill in, fill in clients will have to use. Um, could that be off-putting in terms of obviously they're applying for this protection product, you know, whatever that may be. Do they think, oh, if I sort of, you know, these are the answers they might want me to give on the questionnaire rather than what I'm actually doing? And I know sometimes we're all a bit like, oh, did I have that much chocolate or that, <laughs> you know, you know, or anything like that. So would there be anything that they would be penalized in any way or is you know it's beneficial for them to be completely honest with this and they'll still get what they the help they need it's a great question katie and what i can categorically say is any information that's put into the well-being assessment is completely separate and distinct is not taken into account in terms of their terms and conditions that we've offered or any claims this is just about us trying to keep people healthy and help them to make better informed decisions about their lifestyle choices. And the more open and honest you are on the assessment, the more information and the help and guidance you'll get to improve those choices. Um, we, we, we do ask uh, quite a lot of information on, on nutrition. Um, you are what you eat, like it or, or not. Um, and that has quite a, a big impact um, on your, 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 your health and your score that will come out of that. Um, and we also ask a lot about your exercise habits and a lot about your your actual habits, your smoking and, and your drinking and your sleep. Because these are these, like it or not, are all the factors that actually do have an impact on your long-term health. Um, and what we've found um, is we, we've kept this the questionnaire as short as possible. But the, what we want to try and do is, as Sally alluded to earlier, it's that healthcare navigation it's asking enough questions so that customers understand where their current key concerns actually are um, and what they can do about them. Um, and we, we have actually had feedback where people have looked at the scores and went, that can't possibly be right. I'm really healthy. And you probably are really healthy, but there are probably choices, especially with regards to exercise and nutrition, um, that if you just changed a little bit, you would significantly improve your long-term health prospects. Um, and sometimes you know that you need to make those changes, um, but you don't necessarily want to. And yeah. suddenly being, um, and having that in front of you in black and white uh, to say, well, actually, maybe you could do with doing this can become, can be quite a shock to people, but it's just reaffirmation that there are some changes that maybe if you made, and we the assessment gives options on how to do this and Pi gives options on how to do this in really small steps. It's not that we're asking you to make a, you know, suddenly become um, someone who goes to the gym five times a week and goes and does all these high hit classes and things. It's about taking small steps towards a healthier long-term future um, and, and, and doing that and being informed about 
the reasons behind that and and uh, the, the 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 choices that you're making that are having this kind of impact. So um, hopefully that helps answer that question. Absolutely. Thank you. Um, And in terms of advisors and obviously how they can help get this message across the clients, I know protection can be a bit of a difficult thing. None of us really like talking about the worst case scenario and things happening. And when people buy a protection product, I guess usually they're not seeing anything. So with these services and and tools and and things that you've got, there is something that they can benefit from immediately, as as Sally mentioned earlier. So so how can advisors help get that message across and and deal with their clients? It's exactly how you've said it there. Um, What we are doing is trying to add on services and support that customers can can use and get value from um, as soon as as soon as they 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 take out the protection, they're not just sitting waiting on something really bad happening in order to see some sort of value out of it. Um, we we all know how difficult it is to get access to to GP services, for example, which is another thing that we've bolted on. Um, but it's it's also getting access to reliable and credible medical help, and um, we have handpicked all of our partners based on their medical credentials. So again, it's about that navigation. As Sally said, there's a whole load of different apps and op- you know options that you've got out there. But we have, with our reinsurers, um, worked out which of these um, partners that we could go with have got solutions that are backed up with scientific data to say that they are actually effective and they know what they're doing. And there's medical professionals that sit behind um, these apps and things like that. And what hopefully advisors will be able to do is help customers to understand the value of protection by understanding that these services are available to them to use from day one and that protection becomes about more than a payout, that protection becomes about something that helps customers to stay physically and financially resilient because they're able to they'll stay fit and healthy, they can stay and work, they can pay their premiums, they can pay into their pension. So they become physically and financially resilient for the long term. And if anything does happen, obviously the protection provides that uh, financial buffer, that big payout should should something critical happen. Yeah. And, and before we end today, is, is there anything else, Sally, that you wanted to say that maybe you didn't get a chance to earlier or, or Christina yourself as well? Oh, thanks, Katie. I wanted to build on um, an excellent point that Christina you know, just made at the end there in terms of resilience. So because of COVID, a lot of us um, have been quite um, out of control in terms of we're waiting around, there are all these restrictions and so on. And building up your health resilience is a really good way to um, give people the opportunity to get a sense of control about their future and health. And what we have seen in the statistics of um, people who've died from COVID um, is, for example, um, if you have an existing heart condition um, or if you have diabetes, hypertension, um, your mortality rate, as a, you know, unfortunately dying of COVID, is like 2.5 um, if you have diabetes um, and then 3.5 if you have high blood pressure. So... It is really important to give people some choices and a sense of control to build up their health resilience. And to Christina's point of you're buying a protection product, we're also inviting you to take back control of your health. So um, that can be very empowering and satisfying. Yeah, I think that'll be something that, you know, advisors can really sort of benefit from as well when they are trying to, 
encourage people that they do need that protection or, you know, they've got this financial plan, but without that protection, sometimes it can all, all fall down. So if they've got that extra thing that they can sort of say to them of, you know, this can improve your life sort of now and, and you can make those changes and hopefully avoid the worst case scenario. But like you said, Christina, if, if they do need that payout, it is that buffer or, or something to help them or their family or however that may be. Uh, thank you both for joining. Christina, unless there's anything else that you wanted to add as one final thing of, of where they need to go or how they can access some of this material? Um, so, so probably just worth reiterating that this is available to, to new customers whose plan started after the 1st of January at the moment, but we are working extremely hard to uh, extend that out to all our existing customers. And we hope to be able to give some timeframes around that pretty soon. But we, we, uh, it is only available to new customers at the moment, but only for a short period of time. Excellent. Well, thank you very both very much for joining us. And um, hopefully lots of advisors will be explaining the benefits to their clients in the coming days, weeks, months as well. And those resolutions can carry on for more than just January. Absolutely. Thank you, Katie. Thank you, so thank you Kim. Thank you, Sally. Very well, everyone. Take care. Bye. Thank you. If you're looking for more information on the Pi app and the other wellbeing services available from Royal London, go to advisor.royallondon.com forward slash helping hand.